The following was previously streamed on YouTube. What's up, my beautiful Crips and Walkers? Welcome back to Handy Schlapped. I am your host, Jordan Schrader. Today is Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021, and we are going to discuss three core struggles of living with a disability. Coming right up on Handy Schlapped. Uh, last week, I was going through a little bit of a rough patch. I think all of us uh, here at Handy Schlapped, whether you're disabled or not, go through different rough patches in life. But today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, one of my posts I uh, delivered online uh, earlier last week. And, you know, like I said, I was just having a rough day and I just needed to vent. I needed to vent with my fellow disabled people, my disabled friends, those who would actually get it. You know, there's people that understand, but then there's those who get it. And that's what we're going to look at today. So last week I had made a post that says, quote, I hate disability today. I hate feeling like I'm stuck in one place while everyone else is growing up around me. I hate seeing some someone, specifically I hate looking at pictures of someone I used to love and really wanted only to see them with someone else. Or I should say, see them happy with someone else, only to wish that that was the life we could have had. I also hate the crippling anxiety or the fear of how am I going to be cared for once my caregivers or my parents, who are, I should say, the best in the world, are gone. And I went a little bit on a rant with that, and I ended it by saying, P.S., I'm not really hateful or feeling down so much this way. Just, you know, it's one of those days where you just despise everything about disability. You despise everything that comes with disability, and those days are the worst. And with that said, um, I want to make clear that I don't hate, I have faith, and it was just a bad day. You know, it happens. And so I post that, and a lot of people were responding to it, responding and saying, hey, I know how you feel, and I get it. And, you know, that kind of reassurance is so comforting, so great to feel because it just shows that with every group or minority or however you want to label it, there's always that shared struggle we can all relate with. These shared struggles that get to the core of how we feel about things, 
how we feel about disability, how we feel about living with disability, and how we feel about its impact on our lives. And, you know, when I say these three things specifically, talking about I hate disability today or just start it off, or I hate feeling like I'm stuck and everyone else is growing up around me. I hate seeing someone I loved and wanted and hating that I'm not in the picture in a life I wish we had together and hating the oncoming inevitability that my parents are going to pass and I have to figure out caregiving. These are all shared experiences we all have. These are all shared fears that most of us, if not all of us, think about on a daily basis. When you're disabled, who doesn't hate feeling like they're stuck and going at a different pace in life while everyone else, literally everyone else, you know, is growing up around you, doing other things, doing normal things that you wish you could have participated in, feeling like you have to always do things on a different level, feeling like we're missing out. And that's what it feels like. I When I, I look at this post and how all of you wonderful people reached out and shared your thoughts on it. It just shows that there is, there are three common core feelings we all share. And when I break it apart, it's missing out, feeling of loss, and feelings of grief. We're gonna look at these three together. Now, when I think about um, living this life with a disability, whatever it entails, whatever it looks like for you, um, I think we can all relate with the feeling of missing out in life. Missing out in just, like, not standard, but um, the checkpoints in life. Uh, maybe it's just being able to get up whenever you want, Go in your own vehicle whenever you want and just driving to wherever you want to go. Maybe you want to go pick up that person you met. Maybe you want to go on a date by yourself without needing assistance, needing like you have to always report to someone, like whether it's your parents or your caregivers, whoever, just to do a simple run or a simple date with someone. I was talking with a friend of mine back in December. Um, we went Christmas shopping. And he's a bachelor. Um, he had recently broken up with his girlfriend uh, collectively uh, more than a few years, going on several. And we're just walking out of the store. And I said to him, like, we'll call him Brad. Like, Brad, how does it feel to, like, without 
needing to report to anyone just to get up and go without needing just to say anything. You can just get up, go, be, do it in secret and just go down to some woman's house down in the city and come home whenever you want. Spend time with this person however you want. Just to have that freedom and autonomy in dating and not needing to worry about uh, medical equipment or a, needing a ride or all those things. I was just, man, what are we as disabled people? I mean, a lot of us are in different places, but just to, man, forgive me, just thinking about it now, it's like to have that literal freedom and independence. Some of you may not like that word, sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's a word that's overused, of course, but just to be able to do so and not think about all the logistics to do something so simple like that, it really makes you think, um, what else am I missing out on? I remember growing up and being in middle school, high school, even college. Um, because, you know, when you're disabled, everything needs to be, like, preset, ordained, uh, my, uh, delegated, just to do simple things. And to not be able to do so is really hard. You miss out on a lot of stuff. Like, growing up, I would miss out on just being able to go out whenever I wanted to be with friends or whoever. Like, that's rough. And that toils on you. And, you know, a long story short, it's just missing out. You know, there's uh, just missing out on so many things you just wish you could do at your own will um, without a second thought, without needing to plan ahead, without needing to do so days in advance. And, you know, and... This goes into the second point, I think. And, um, you know, I've liked a lot of people over the years. <laughs> um, I've had different crushes. I've had uh, different romantic interests. And, you know, just sometimes there's just that one person that sticks with you. There's that one person that just hits you really hard. That person you feel like you're never going to get over. And uh, things are better now, of course. You know, like people don't always understand the power that they have over others. You know, like to um, be with someone you're so interested in or to have that desire for someone so strongly and then it's like, how? How can I even fathom being with someone like you? You know, take that any way you want. Um, we all go through it. And then years later, when obviously it didn't work out, 
obviously you're not together and you both moved on in your lives. Uh, you went on different pathways and then maybe you even got help to let go of this person. You know, sometimes we all need a little help in that area. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. I used to think that, not anymore. And, you know, maybe certain memories come back about that person or uh, you think about certain events you had together and you just wonder and you look back on them, even though you really shouldn't, but you look back on old pictures or even contemporary pictures of them. You look at them and you think, man, the life we could have had together. If it wasn't for my disability getting in the way, or at least had those, I had those feelings. Man, if it wasn't for this, if it wasn't for that, we could have been together. And, you know, I hate it. I really do. And I hate feeling that way. And I hate looking just as much as I hate looking back on photos and looking at newer photos of this person and giving myself those negative thoughts, telling myself that, you know, Jordan, if you didn't have your disability, things could have been different. And, you know, it's just, it's hard to not think those thoughts. You know they're not true. But as a disabled person, that's the first thing you go to is, if I didn't have this obvious thing as a barricade between me and whoever I want to be with, life would be so different. But you know, at the same time, maybe you would be different as well. And thinking about that, going on to the last point that of a struggle we all deal with, that's grief. Grieving, mourning. Maybe it's something you already went through or something that is to come. And grief is a very complicated process because there's not one right way to grieve. And I think a lot of us relate with the fact that we grieve about the future. We grieve about how are we going to be cared for? Will all of our medical needs be met? Will our personal care needs be met? And you grieve like, I have to rely on people for everything. I have to rely on my parents. I have to rely on uh, hired PCAs, family members, friends, whoever. Whoever I'm with, I have to rely on everyone, on others. It just feels like it robs you of who you are. It takes away a great portion of your identity. And then people only see an eclipsed version of yourself. And grieving sucks because we're constantly grieving the future. Like I was saying, we're constantly grieving on who is going to be able to help us achieve the basic life 
goals we have. Not even anything wild or astronomical or crazy, but just simple living skills, simple living goals that we must depend on others for. Like that's a grieving process that keeps me awake at night sometimes. And I'm sure a lot of you would concur. The grieving of the unknown in a much more haunting way. Who's going to provide me with this? Who's going to provide me with that? Will this be covered? Will that be covered? Will my food be covered? Will my medical equipment be covered? Will my caregivers be covered? Their hours, will I have enough hours? Will I have enough this? And it's, oh, it's a nightmare, a total nightmare. And um, I have a buddy of mine who's dealing with a lot of this as we speak. Uh, he also lives at home um, with parents, of course, and uh, he's dealing with insurance problems because why not? He's dealing with problems of identity, problems of what am I going to leave behind, problems of what is my worth, what is my value? Because I hate he hates dealing with state insurances. He hates dealing with uh, legalities of what will be covered and what won't be covered. And uh, the incompetencies of some of these agencies that we all deal with. Some of these people, they just don't know how to legally participate with disabled people or to help us understand it to the point where we're the ones helping them understand their jobs, helping them understand how to bring about the proper care for those that are disabled, the proper care at a state level. And my friend is absolutely going ballistic about it. Going ballistic in how they say they'll cover, but then they don't cover. And then you have to go back and forth with them because they don't know what they're doing. And then you worry about who's going to take care of this, who takes take care of that. And you absolutely lose your mind to the point where you lose almost all hope. All hope in who's going to help you with everything. Am I going to be able to get a full-time job just to say, screw all of this stuff? Am I going to be able to get a job to support myself? Or am I going to have to be stuck relying on all these idiots that don't know what they're doing? And we're so dependent on it. And they make us be put in a corner that if we try, even try to go get a full-time job or even try to get to a point where we are above the typical living standard of a disabled person, 
It's like they have to pull us back down. It's like, no, we're the insurance people. We want to keep you living a certain way so that we can provide coverage for you. It's like you can't get a full-time job. You can't, we can't get married without losing our benefits. It all becomes a fight for benefits and insurances. It's like, oh, how much more can a guy grieve? How much more can a person take in all of this? And, you know, he doesn't have the best support system. He doesn't. He's trying to figure things out. Uh, do I go to school? Do I not go to school? What do I go to school for? I'm not good in anything. Every time I try to do something, I feel at it over and over and over again. And we're talking about this the whole time. And I'm thinking, dude, like, what is your support? But at the same time, I totally get what he's talking about because this is all of us. And also, maybe not, because all of us have different support systems than others. His family is okay at helping him out. My family is often very positive. And I so far have found a way to achieve full-time employment. He's still looking. He feels like if he doesn't find a way to make an impact on other people, if he doesn't find a way to be something more than just a person with a disability, he has nothing else to live for. He's getting to that point. I'm thinking this is something we all struggle with. It, it's such a deep grieving. And you know, I hear so many stories like this. How much more can we as disabled people take? How much more can we handle from being put to the bottom of the barrel of getting help from insurances? getting help from aid, whether it's federal or state aid, getting all of our medical care and equipment covered just for us to live a basic life. We can't even get married without getting our benefits put to question. So no, unless you're someone of great inspiration, you're gonna live a very difficult life. And that's another thing that really sucks. It's like, if you don't live your life as a great inspiration or as an instrument of inspiration pouring to other normies or other people, then you're worthless or unvaluable, which is complete crap. Because no matter what you're going through, no matter how you see yourself, no matter what garbage you're going through with insurances or illegalities or disability rights and everything else, you are still of value and you are still important. And with, there's so much else I could talk about. 
here, maybe in another live stream episode when I figure things out better on how to run it. Uh, but I'm going to say this for all of us that are listening. We are going to be okay. Maybe you don't have the greatest support system. Maybe you are dealing with case managers or doctors or medical people or all these other things that make your disability feel so much more of a burden than it actually is, where you always feel like a burden because of it, where you're always fighting for this, fighting for that. Like my buddy, he just got this new truck. He's had for, well, not really new and new, but he's had it for a little while now. And he's dealing with um, insurance people um, repairing something or not repairing something, uh, getting coverage for this medical issue, for other medical issues. And it's like, oh, people don't understand all of the garbage and the headache and stress that living with a disability entails. People saying they're going to help you, but they don't. People you want to trust, but you can't trust them because most of the time, if we're able to, we have to take care of things ourselves. How do we make a name for ourselves without going the typical inspiration route? How do we get jobs without becoming a liability? relying on social security income or relying on your benefits hey you fall in love great but you can't really get married because you may likely lose all your benefits i mean how are we supposed to live it's like they don't want us to live and so i can totally see why people would absolutely hate living the disabled life i feel that way often you know, I'm going to say it again. I hate feeling like we're all stuck and everyone else is growing up around us. I hate feeling like I blew all my chances with people I wanted to be with. And I've also hated the grief that comes with who's going to provide care. But I'll say it again and again. <laughs> we're going to be okay. All of us will. Whether you're a walker or a cripple, yes, I will use those words because we're all family here. We're going to be okay. As hard as that may sound, and you are not alone in this. You're not alone in anything you're dealing with, with any of these struggles. And you do have support. God loves you. And you are loved more than you believe. One of my favorite passages I like to go to in the Bible when I'm feeling this way. When I need to support someone else feeling this way. Is Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. And it's come to me all who are weary and heavy laden or heavy with burdens 
this is Jesus talking, and I will give you rest. End quote. So for all of you that are listening, all of you who understand what I'm talking about, who understand the hatred of disability, feeling like we are stuck where we are, going through a loss, feeling like we're missing out, feeling like we lost out on somebody, and hating to think about how our lives together could have been, or you're grieving over your future. I tell you, hang on, have hope you're going to be okay. As Jesus said, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For anyone who's listening, I'm gonna pray with you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone who is listening to this message, anyone who is hating their disability with a passion, hating their burdens, hating what they have to go through on a daily basis just to survive a day, whether you're on breathing machines or you're not on a breathing machine or you're dealing with insurances, who is gonna take care of me every day? What caregivers do I hire? How do I manage all of this? without losing my mind, Lord. Oh, Lord, we rest in you, Lord God. And I pray for anyone on here, on the podcast, who is listening, and for them to have peace, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, I want to thank you all for listening to today's episode of Handy Schlepped. If you would like to continue the conversation, you can try it emailing me at jordanrobert71 at gmail.com or you can add me on or message me on Facebook um, under the name Jordan Schrader. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-T-S and Tiger E-R and we will continue the conversation. In the meantime, blessings to you all. Stay healthy, stay faithful, and stay classy. Take care.